Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining. Well, the sun isn't shining. The birds are chirping and you are breathing. Today is Monday, January the 3rd, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day Foible, which means a minor flaw or shortcoming in character or behavior, a weakness. Foible. Hope everyone is enjoying their Monday. Back to work we go for some, for most, could be. Uh, just like I said, uh, the sun isn't shining here in North Carolina. It is raining. Raining, raining. The temperatures are dropping and we could quite possibly see some snow flurries or sleet and and rain mixed? Wow. Now, <laughs> what a difference a, a day or two makes. I mean, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, we were in the 70s. And what, New Year's Day, we were in the 60s. And then yesterday, we we're in the 50s. Now the temperatures are dropping so much to the tune that we could see some snow. Well, not that much around here. Maybe uh, up towards that, that North Carolina, Virginia border. Uh, Roxborough, they always get it. Roxborough always gets snow. But what they're saying for us is just could be a dusting or or what appears we could actually see some snowflakes, the big fluffy kind. I think they're predicting. But um, of course, you know, the ground, like I said, the temperature, the ground is just so warm. It's been in the 70s for the, for the better part of two weeks. Man, what a difference a day or two makes. Wow. That is, the weather is 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 certainly odd to say the least. And, and I got a story coming up. I'll talk to you guys about that. That explained that in a nutshell, man. Well, let's move on to some football here. It was yesterday was Sunday. Of course, I did catch a, a couple of games. I worked early that morning, got off. So I was able to cut, catch the uh, later games in the evening. And um, man, playoff pitchers heating up. It's, it's showing, it's showing the tail, telling who's going to be in there. Now, the, the Patriots, the New England Patriots, defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 50-10. to 10. The Los Angeles Rams defeated the Baltimore Ravens. They just couldn't pull it out. Rams defeated the Ravens 20-19. to 19. The Buffalo Bills defeated the Atlanta Falcons 29-15. to 15. The Tennessee Titans defeated the Miami Dolphins. Man, the Dolphins couldn't get but three points on the board. Tennessee 34 uh, was really hoping, and you know, hey, the Dolphins. I, I think they have a good squad. Quarterback's good. I, I think they they finally, hopefully, have their um, have their their heart set on keeping him because you know for a while I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, for a while they were talking about trading him, get rid of get rid of him. He's only been in the league what two or three years. He's a pretty good, solid quarterback. He's learning. I mean, he is. Yes, he is. And the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I had to catch myself. Defeated the Indianapolis Colts 23 to 20. The Washington, no football team. Uh, I, I guess you, Washington football team, is that what they call themselves? Uh, were defeated by the Eagles. I believe the score was 16 to 19, somewhere down there. And um, the Green Bay Packers defeated the Minnesota Vikings 37 to 10. And with that win, Green Bay clinches the home field of advantage. They're top dog in the NFC. And so that means every NFC team has to come to Green Bay to play. Mm, 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 mm. Got to 
includes the Cowboys, the Buccaneers. We'll talk about the Buccaneers in a minute. Man, they had a woo, wow. Uh, Cowboys, Buccaneers, and those Rams, those are the top dogs in the NFC. They got to come to Green Bay and play. Aaron Rodgers, show out. He will show out. He will. He just wills. And uh, <laughs> the Chicago Bears, end of the season, they defeated the New York football Giants 29-3. to Man, end of the season, uh, well, at least they're putting some points on the board, I guess. And, and like I said, I, I, I'm going to talk to you guys about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Jets. That was uh, the Bucks won 28-24, by the way. But that wasn't the, the top story of the game. Antonio Brown, what in the world is going on with him? Apparently after halftime, he just walked off the field, took off his helmet, shoulder pads, T-shirt, threw his T-shirt and gloves to the crowd, shot him the peace sign, and walked off the field. Temper tantrum? <laughs> I think temper tantrum. Um Many, of course, are scratching their heads and wondering what in the world is going on with him. But he's had a, a bevy of problems in the NFL. Um, when he, he first started with uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin let him go. Now, that, that was surprising to me because he was their top receiver. When Mike Tomlin let him go, however many years ago, I said to myself, uh-oh, what is going on with this guy? And then, you know, of course, he ended up in, uh, let's see, ended up at, where did he, he ended up in uh, New England with the Patriots with Tom Brady. He ended up in, uh, I believe it was in uh, Las Vegas first. And now he he's he's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers again, reunited with Tom Brady. Of course, many are saying Tom Brady is responsible for him being there. Maybe. Yes, he is. But, man, he, he, he totally, he, he let the whole team down yesterday. I don't know what was going on with him. Because they're saying uh, with him doing that little temper tantrum and storming off the field, he left money on the table of a, on a three point. I think his contract is three point one mil for one year. He left uh, three hundred and thirty some odd thousand on the table for he was however many yards short, fifty five yards, I believe they said of a, a receiving performance bonus, and also he was short um, however many touchdowns on another performance bonus. That was another three hundred and. 37,000, and I believe there was another uh, performance bonus he, he pretty much left. So that's saying that's uh, about $1 million he left on the table. He just walked out. Man, uh, if you know Ant Antonio Brown, and, and this came up, because I can remember when, years ago when he was with Pittsburgh, he took a hit. And, and if you remember that hit he took while he was playing the uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals, man, that hit because, of course, you know, after all of that, they, you know, people were showing on Facebook, online, that hit, and they were saying that he hasn't been right ever since. Yeah, shortly thereafter, when <laughs> when he took that hit and 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 he started complaining about him not getting the ball, I believe that's what happened yesterday. He was saying he wasn't getting the ball the way he wants because that was his staple. That's what he he said he he does. He needs that ball. He wasn't getting it yesterday, and apparently he threw a temper tantrum. But yeah, that hit he took years ago while he was playing with the Steelers and, and they were playing against the Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals. Man, that hit when he took when you you see that hit, his whole body just went limp. And yeah, after that, he 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 just it seems like every every season it got worse and worse. So that so many people are, saying, are talking about CT, traumatic brain injury, you know, of course, from these concussions. Not a bad argument. 
because something is definitely off. He's a top-notch, top-performing receiver, but his antics on and off the field, and it it was personified yesterday how he walked off, stormed off, taking the shoulder pads off, T-shirt, throwing his gloves, throwing every, throwing them in the stand, and shooting the deuces as he he tried it down the whatever you call it the tunnel. Yeah, something's off with him. It just is. I hate to see that. I, I really do. And if it is that that traumatic brain injury, that CT from those concussions, it it, it does answer a lot. Of, it's going to answer a lot of questions. I know a lot of people don't like like to talk about Aaron Hernandez. We all know Aaron Hernandez, the uh, New England tight end that they now have discovered that he had uh, a CT, also traumatic brain injury or whatever that, that from concussions. And, you know, a lot of people don't like to talk about him, of course, because of the murder charge. And then there was the homosexuality and all of this and that and whatever. And then the suicide in jail. A lot of people don't like to talk about him, but it did open a lot of people's eyes and minds when when they did. I guess they did an aut- autopsy on him and they saw the the impacts of those hits. Junior Seau also, we all remember Junior Seau, the great San Diego Charger linebacker, found out after he passed concussions damaged his brain maybe the same thing is going on with antonio brown man i i really hate to hear that um praying for him man because something's off he's he's not himself he's not he's just not and finally <laughs> finally the arizona cardinals defeated the dallas cowboys what you don't say 25 to 22. And so the infamous cowboy skid and flops is here. Yeah, they're they're doing what they do every year. That's like I told you. They'll get to a certain point and they'll be on fire and then bam, they'll just flop. They just will. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, (laughs) Those cowboy fans, they're still holding true true to the team. We're going to the Super Bowl. Nah, you're not. <laughs> you're not. You're just not. Like I said before, you're just not. You guys aren't going to no Super Bowl, man. You can hang that up. I'm sorry. Your your, your skin flop is coming. <laughs> it's coming. Every year, this is what you do. This is what Cowboys do. Like I said, they'll shoot out like a bat out of you know what, and then they'll just drop. <laughs> like somebody turned the light on. <laughs> and they, oh, Lord, everybody sees us. Uh, they flop. And they are flopping. They are, man. I'm sitting here doing this podcast, and I'm here in the rain because we. I, I I I don't mean to get off track here, but this weather here in North Carolina, it is uh it is something. Because I was awakened this morning at about four o'clock out of a deep sleep to heavy rain, winds, thundering, and lightning in January. Wow, man. And I'm sitting here now listening to this rain. Oh, it sounds so peaceful, but man, those winds are whipping, and they're saying later on, like I said earlier, we could get some snow. We could. And that lines right up with this next story I, I want to talk to you guys about this morning. Uh, last Thursday, last Thursday, Denver, Colorado, or a suburb outside of Denver, Colorado. Sweet Jesus, what in the world was that? They received or they got up to 105 miles per hour gusts of winds that fueled a wildfire. And Denver, uh, suburb, suburbs outside of Denver, Colorado in December. The end of December going into January. Wildfire. And it, it, it scorched. It scorched that community. 
Um, it was it was sporadic hit and misses. Certain houses were were left uh, pretty much unscathed. They they may have had a minimal damage, and some houses were completely demolished. While others, like I said, on that same block, they had little or no uh, no damage. You know, one family saw on TV firefighters frantically trying to save their house, only to return to find that there was just a gaping hole in the roof. And then another family that wasn't that far away, their house was completely destroyed. Now, after all the fire, <laughs> sometimes Saturday, it snowed. If you can believe that, you had a wildfire on Thursday. And by the time Saturday comes rolling around, you get snow and single digit temperatures that put out the fire. And and if you see the video or you see the uh, if you see the 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 um, video or pictures, it, it looked like a war zone. You can still see the, the the smoke, smoldering fires, even with the with the snow. You can still see that. Looked like something from a, a nuclear one of those eighties nuclear holocaust movies or something. Unimaginable. So, like I said, one uh, on a Thursday, you had a wildfire that was just ravaging the land with 105 per mile hours uh, gust of wind, and then by Saturday, you get snow in single digits, and it puts the fire out. Many, of course, are saying climate change. Certainly, freak, frequently, freakishly unreal. Man, the weather, and now, and like I said, as I'm sitting here, it, it was just raining. Now I look back over my shoulder; looks like the sun is trying to come out. What in the world is going on here and there, everywhere? Man, Northeast is getting slammed by winter weather. And, and of course, you know, they're saying that's responsible for a lot of flight delays. Um, and along with that Omicron, because the, the flight, uh, the, the, the airlines are saying they don't have the staff because of uh, Omicron. A lot of their workers are out sick. Man, what is going on here? <laughs> 2022, well, 2021 ended, uh, but 2000, 2022 is, woo, it's picking up right where, where 2021 left off looks like, weather-wise, throughout this country, then Omicron, man, odd, 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 to say the least. Uh, like I said, a lot of people are saying climate train, change. Maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. Or it could be just the good Lord's work. His way of doing things. How about that? Could be just that. Mm, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But man, uh, certainly uh, pray for those in, in Colorado because that was, I can't even, I can't even say odd. That was just unbelievable, unfathomable that one day you got wildfires and then a day and a half or two days later, you got snow putting it out, literally with single digit temperatures. How? Because because while those uh, wildfires were were raging, I believe the temperatures were up in the 60s there also. So the temperature dropped that quick and produced snow, single digits. Wow. Certainly, uh, it, it does make you think. It does make you think and wonder. What in the world? Yeah. For those... Uh, who, who, who like to quote the Bible, uh, Revelations, uh, won't be able to tell the seasons or something to that effect. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I 
Uh, I don't think so. But I mean, hey, I can't tell you what the good Lord does and why he does it. I can just tell you what he does, <laughs> what he produces. Because, man, we'll see how this goes here in North Carolina also. Because like I said, they're saying the temperatures are going to drop well enough to the point that we're going to get some snow and uh, what they call a wintry mix of sleet and freezing and or freezing rain. But here in this portion of the North Carolina, they said we'll just get a dusting, if anything, on the grass, bridges, overpass, stuff like that. But Roxboro, uh, along that VA, North Carolina border, they're saying one to three inches. Like I said, Roxboro always, always, always gets snow. They just do. And, and Roxboro is what, about uh, 45 minutes to an hour or so outside of Durham, heading up towards that Virginia border. Man, uh, stay close to the TV or radio or your phone. See what, which way the weather is going. Great, now it's pouring down raining. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? All right, let's move along here. Also, uh let's uh let's go get it. Now let's this and 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 I wanted to talk to you guys also about this uh build back better uh Biden administration initiative to uh to to get the country uh infrastructures infrastructure back up to par, up to date. Because uh, there's another part of it, uh, of course, the transportation part we talked about. But there's another part to the transportation portion of this bill that I didn't really pay attention to or didn't think about until I read an article. Um, we talked about the, uh, you know, how they're doing the highways and the bridges, and how some were concerned that it was going to uh, t- uh, destroy neighborhoods and communities once again, reminiscent of of the, what happened in the uh, 50s or 60s with, with the black community. But now there's a portion of that BBB uh, infrastructure bill that is uh, targeted or, or or allotting money to the uh, rail system, trains, Amtrak, you know, those, those trains that, you know, they the transporter trains, Amtrak. And what they're saying, uh, $22 billion is allotted to Amtrak to help with the oftentimes overlooked and just flat out forgotten transportation portion of our country's infrastructure. Apparently this has been going on for years where, uh, and that's any in every sitting U.S. president, every uh, congressman, senator, representative, they say they're going to give money to this to the uh, rail system, and then they just say, no, nah, we don't have enough. So this has been going on for a while, and, and now it looks like the Biden administration with their Build Back Better uh, infrastructure bill, they're finally going to give that much, this much needed industry, the funds that it needs to get up to date because they too are, 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 are have lagged behind over the years. Now, this this money that they're going to give is going to go to the upgrade and improve uh, the industry with eliminating what they call a, a the deferred maintenance backlog of trains. And it's going to include station upgrades and accessibility. Apparently, some of these um, train depots, if I could say that, do they still call them train depot or train station? Some of these train stations and train depots are in pretty bad shape. Not to mention, the thing, the catalyst for me that, that really caught my attention is, is that the deferred maintenance backlog? How bad off are these trains that people are commuting on? Now, they're not just commuting to go across country or whatever or go on family vacations 
or what have you. A lot of people com uh, commute on Amtrak uh, up in the Northeast corridor, to be exact. You know, you got people from New York or, or, or people from uh, Boston, Connecticut, that go into New York to catch it back home or whatever. Uh, that portion, and, and I really hadn't thought about it. Apparently, uh, what one congressman has said is for 50 years, this industry or this portion of, of our infrastructure has been totally forgotten about. No money was allocated. Then there's another uh, congressman that's retiring. After 35 years, he echoed the same sentiment. He said it, it, it's just flat out forgotten about, not cared about. So no money over the years has been given. And, and, and they're saying it's about 50 or 60, maybe could be longer behind the times. You know, we, like I like I always say, we're, we're we're in a time and day in where where if you can't keep up with technology, yeah, these 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 uh these trains they need to keep up with the technology too, and apparently they've been lagging behind. So they're saying this money is is, is much needed, much needed, and and is is gladly accepted. However, they're saying they need more also. The 20, apparently that 22 billion is just a, a, a drop in the bucket because they're also saying that there's a, a total amount of 66 billion that is going to this uh, transportation pipeline. And they're saying they need every cent of it and then some. Wow. How bad off is the, the, the rail system in this country? Apparently pretty bad because like I said, these two congressmen combined with over 85 years, they're saying... <laughs> It, 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 it is dead last in every aspect in relation to other countries in this world. Wow. The United States. Well, we all we all know that our infrastructure has been lagging behind for years. We ride on the roads, apparently we ride on the trains. They, they've even gone as far as, as to, to talk about um, airplanes, how behind they are, out of date, not up to date. Wow. That, that's, that's something. But yeah, what they're also saying that the funding also opens the door for the much talked about. If you're here in North Carolina, and I know you heard of it because I've heard it, it's what they call the Northeast Corridor Commission. And it's connecting Raleigh, North Carolina to Petersburg, Virginia. That's when they're saying there's a train that go take a straight shot, however many miles per hour. And it's going to open up commerce and, and of course, networking and politicking and all the uh warm and fuzzies about that part now another part of this uh of this here locally uh i know we've all heard of the commuter rail here in north carolina with that raleigh the charlotte straight shot also that's another part that has often been defunded and and the argument with that was for many residents if you're going to put this uh, well just like with the the bridges and another portion of the transportation bill, they said that, hey, you build this commuter rail, this high-speed commuter rail, you're going to tear down and disturb uh, communities, houses, hospitals. Because Duke Hospital had gotten into debate about that, that Raleigh to Charlotte. They said the rail, the actual rail was coming straight through or by closely to the hospital and all of its clinics. And they said, no, 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 you can't do that. You got to reroute that somewhere. You can't come through here. I know we all remember that. But it's, it's, it's certainly, if you sit back and think, like I said, how far behind the times are we with our, our rail system in this country? Apparently, 
because what they're also saying is they want a, a, an additional, in addition to that 66 billion total, they're saying, hey, we need another 117 billion over 15 years to make this Northeast corridor work. And that's just one portion of one side of the country or, or a few states. What it's saying total for this Northeast corridor is eight states up and down the Eastern seaboard that are on board with it, but they can't get the funding and they can't get the support. Apparently they got the funding. We'll see how this support side goes. Cause it's like, I, I keep talking about that, those bridges and, and with the transportation, the bridges and freeways that were coming through those communities down in Texas and New Orleans, those people were raising holies. You know what? Very much so like they were here in Durham, North Carolina and Raleigh, well, Durham specifically, when they found out that that high speed rail was coming straight through or by the hospital. That's certainly a, a, a much that needs to be talked about and looked into. Uh, advancement does hurt, looks like. Does destroy, looks like. But it, it is needed. It just is. It is needed because... Uh, Hey, those those two uh, congressmen that that one said he could go back 50 years and another one that has been in for 35 years and saying, yeah, it's, it's, we're, we're lagging behind. Uh, pretty much saying we were a laughing stock because our lack of, of funding to this industry and transportation does make you think, does make you wonder. I say we need the advancement. We need the money to go to this to, to at least get a, some way up to date. Man, I've never, I don't know a lot of you, I've never been on a train before. I always wanted to, not scared or anything. I just never had a, a need to take a train. But uh, I, can, I can see the argument because if you are going to, uh, proceed to or continue to grow and advance. Yeah, the infrastructure here in the United States, uh, especially with this transportation portion, yeah, it is lagging behind. It just is. And, and another thing, like I said, of course, you know, they were talking about the trains and, and they want to give a portion of this infrastructure bill for planes and also for buses. Now, you don't hear too much talk of buses I don't think they're talking about like, uh, you know, the old trailways or Greyhound. I think they're mainly talking about those that are, are, are your local bus routes and, and helping them improve and serve their community also. So there's going to be some funding for that also. Certainly does give you the warm and fuzzies and, and the cost, but the price tag. Oh, sweet Jesus. Maybe we do need that money. I, 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 hey, maybe we do. But it is a <laughs> billions. Man, that's a lot. That is a lot. Wow. Um, whatever the case may be, I'll keep you guys up to date. But it looks like they're moving forward now. But they're just I, I believe they're gonna have to have a, a lot of long discussions with the residents and along these railways because um, yeah, it, it's gonna go through some communities and disrupt some things. The way ways of some ways of life are gonna be drastically altered. Just is. It, and hey, it has to. It's progress. It hurts. Sometimes uh, you have to move things around. And, that, and of course, that means moving some people around. Wow. Yeah. Once again, that's progress. Well, I'm going to get out of here. I'm, I'm off today. Might watch and see if I could get me a little, watch some snow. <laughs> we never get snow around here. 
We just don't. Hey, 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 this is North Carolina. There's no snow coming in North Carolina. Not this portion of, of North Carolina anyway. But in the mountains, they're, they're, it's snowing. Okay. Uh, the way the weather has been, the, the, the last month of, of 2021, now we're in 2022, it could happen. <laughs> it could happen. Just like the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Not. Nope. 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 Don't see it happening. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer your feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast. Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.